The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. like expecting it me and luke were just fiddling around with loads of um technical stuff so then yeah, yeah. we got okay, it let's we're we ready to go it. welcome we're everyone to go. hit the intro Hello. emma let's go, let's go. Is it just me or did it sound like it was super speed up this week uh that was like super delayed on my end oh it was like really really sped up super strange. yeah it's i think of my laptop's like slowing itself right down too so i've got like i mean we've been apps. talking i swear since we started this that you need to buy a new laptop <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like you're it. literally insane like you need a new mac like since we started this <laughs> i'm getting it this next 2022 is going to be the biggest year of oh, yeah. my life yeah i feel that way. I you feel, feel that, that? Totally, 100%. I feel like this year's been like boot camp for next year. Yeah. <laughs> like the training grounds like for my mentality, but not just like mentally, it's for cool. my body to like, and my nervous system to like get to that point where it can hold all these things that I've been calling in all this year. And the reason that I haven't been able to like experience it this year, I mean, I've seen pockets of it and expressions of it, right? But it's because I wouldn't have been able to hold it when mm. I had the mentality of like scarcity, of lack, of of not feeling unworthy, not feeling enough. And I feel so powerful right now, so powerful that even when mm. things trigger me or challenge me, I'm like, wow, I can observe that. Damn. What about you? Damn. I mean, geez, I want to unpack all that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like how you said that's a boot camp because. Mm. I feel like friggin' 2020 was my boot camp. Like mm. that was no, no, and and this year, but like the first <laughs> half of this year more so. It but was, yeah. Like yeah. 2020 was just something next level for me. 2020 but, um, was like a bomb hit my life. <laughs> like a literal bomb just came in and like destroyed everything that was like what I yeah. planned, what I wanted, blah blah blah, and then just was like, here you go, here's some fresh soil, make something new. Yeah, and it's growing, it's sprouting. And that's the thing is I look back at my journal yesterday and I did a post on Instagram, my stories. Oh, yeah. um, one of my journal entries from uh, the 19th or 29th, 19th of September uh, last 2020 mm. and I was stuck in Jak- Jakarta. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll, um, I'll read it because I think it's very relevant that yeah, we can yeah, just sort of talk ahead. about this because you don't realise how you don't realise how far along you've come when you don't mm-hmm. when you like w- when you don't reflect so it's like importance of like reflecting at the end of each year and like seeing how far you've come and seeing where you're going to go and where you're going to be next year mm-hmm. so i wrote in my journal i'm stuck in jakarta i've got through a three-day low i've been struggling with my need for validation i know i've been consciously dealing with this for a year always seeking feedback from society and my peers that i'm good enough the need for validation has been so strong that it's becoming a repellent because of my desperation to feel good enough. Mm. I feel like I'm repelling what I want because I'm desperate for it. The universe is wanting me to feel good enough in myself without any external validation. Why does nobody like what I do? Why isn't anyone showing up for me? Why do I not have what all the others have? I know I seek validation because I was abandoned as a child by the people who love me. My inner child doesn't 
feel good enough. Now I need to act because I love it, not because it gives me a temporary sense of self-worth. Mm-hmm. So then I fast-forwarded, right, and I was like reflecting and I wrote on this and I, and I wrote as of yesterday in comparison to that point, right, which is just over a year ago. Fast forward to today, it's a night and day difference. Over the past year, I worked really hard on taking full responsibility for my feelings and that meant feeling all of them and not judging them or thinking they should be different, which is very important. I went through a huge plant medicine journey in January and then worked with my mentor all year. I know that my sense of worth has always been there. It was lost in my own illusion that my circumstances defined me. That, that, that's because I didn't have a particular that, oh, so that because I didn't have a particular upbringing that I was somewhat disadvantaged. I learned to look for the gold buried in the dirt. I remembered that my spirit was connected to everyone and everything. And that realization brings me back to the knowing that it was never personal. And I'm always loved in the eyes of the divine. Mm. I have so much peace in my heart compared to that period last year. Instead of comparing myself to others, success I changed my perception to see their success as proof that my success is inevitable, and it is. I could see that I was buried in lack because I didn't see that I was also covered in blessings. Gratitude became a huge part of 2021. This year, I became a man. I really feel that. I'm mm. proud of who I am. Because I'm proud of who I am becoming and who I have been in the past. All of it is relevant. All of me is beautiful. I love every version of me. I want you to know that I'm growing just as much as you. I am now taking more ownership of my feelings and desires. My mind is in service to my heart. Mm. In 2022, I lead with my heart. I walk with conviction knowing that my heart has all the answers. There may be guidance coming from books or someone's posts, but my true guidance comes from within. All the validation I need is within me. Everything else is a bonus, not a necessity. Mm. That is so beautiful. It's so powerful, like so powerful. Like I even see that now as a reflection of myself as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure a lot of people will tune into this and actually feel that as well within themselves right now. Mm -hmm. What was the difference between that Luca last year and the Luca this year? Man, like I think the word desperation comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's been one of the things I've been focusing on a lot is desperation. Um, one of the things one of the things that i have been working on a lot is is this sense of desperation for like wh- what is it that you need outside of yourself that you don't already have mm. and so i look at this now and sort of think com- compare it compared to me i have a lot more trust that everything is actually already there. It's like I don't need things that I don't have right now. And that's why gratitude has been a big, big part of the process. Like you hear about people say, like people say this all the time, be grateful, like do a gratitude journal. And they don't, sometimes you don't really know why you're doing it, but it's, it's more, it's not less, it's about the things that you're grateful for. Yes. But it's, it's more about, it's more about the feeling that you're creating through the gratitude. Mm-hmm. Because you're not in that desperation that you need something else. You go, oh, I'm full. Gratitude's more around filling yourself up back into wholeness instead of Mm, lack. And all of us are coming from lack, right? Like Mm. so many of us are coming from lack. And you're like programming yourself, your subconscious to, to play in that energy of, 
I already have what I need right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm also playing in this idea because we can also use gratitude for things that haven't yet fully expressed themselves or manifested into the physical, but we know that they're there. We mm. know that they're going to be a part of our life. So we can also express gratitude for the things that we know are coming. And it puts us in this energy of rather, oh, I don't have, I'm a victim. I'm nothing because of all these things aren't in my reality right now to actually a shift of, you know what, I'm grateful for where I am and I'm grateful for all the things I know that are coming to me. Mm -hmm. And that's what you said just there, Luca, the idea of then instead of coming from lack, we're coming from I have, from abundance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know you and I have been on a similar path, so it's like Mm. we, we, we try to be somewhere sooner than we, you know, than like, than the reality of it and so we're trying to rush to places and one of the big changes is that you know i've I've stopped letting time be my master Mm. okay i'll take that back i'm working on stopping time being my master (laughs) but it's come into my recently yeah it's It's a process realize we're all rushing do you like do you feel that like how many like Mm. i don't know if you do that but i rush yeah you rush what's behind the rush for you I think it's it it's it's that if I don't do it now, then it's never going to happen. Mm. It's like if I don't, if I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss out. Mm. Or like you know, my path, my destiny. If I look at it deeply, I'm like, but if I don't do all these things, then my destiny won't come to me. But then you think about the energy underlying that, as if to say that you're not enough in what you're doing. Mm. It's not you're not doing enough. It's like you're not enough in what you're doing. But you are not. But you're enough just because you are, right? That's the. Exactly. That is literally the truth. That's like at the foundation of, of all of this work that we do, and that's the truth that we keep coming back to. That there's so many different aspects we can explore in this journey and things, but there is like so, such just simple truths that we always come back to, no matter what kind of rabbit hole or pathway we go down. We always come back to the truth. Is like you're enough just as you are. Is one of those kind of universal truths i guess Mm. and when you said there like this idea of you know rush is kind of you know wanting to get somewhere wanting to make it happen it's that sense of control again Mm -hmm. trying to control things trying to to move things around outside of us rather than internally and then allow Mm. that to get reflected back to us and i see this so much in myself the want to control and change things and if i notice myself fall into a pattern i get shameful about the fact that oh oh gosh i've gone back to that pattern i'm now a whole new timeline's gonna go in the wrong direction i need to control it to make it go back to the one that i wanted when we don't realize that everything is happening there to serve us in the way that it should in that moment and the rushing energy that comes from from that desperation that comes from that need to control actually is a thing that pushes all of these things away that we want because we're we're putting out there again the lack the scarcity we don't have so we need to make it so that we do have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so true like what what's been your biggest thing that you've been working on in sense of like Mm. your your lack mentality Mm. i mean this year it's been massive with money 
massive with money. Yeah. It's been such a theme of this year, money and success and how they tie into what that looks like for me and why do I not yet have that? Yeah. What makes me different? What am I doing differently that means I can't have what successful people have? And I think what we do here is, is when I say we, I mean me, is compare ourselves to the people that have that without forgetting that they have also been on this journey. Mm. Right? They, they don't just magically appear at this successful <laughs> state. They've also walked yeah. the path that we're on, yeah. right? Maybe 100%. a different path or a, a shorter path, but it's it's all different. And And at the end of the day as well, I would rather this internal stuff be at the beginning of my path than quick mm -hmm. success. And then when I've become successful, whatever success may look like feeling empty to you, you're just like having to deal with all of those, all of those things that mentally you weren't prepared for to mm -hmm. hold. Right. Yeah. And that's not to say that that journey is a wrong journey. Someone might be experiencing that for that, but that's not the way I want to experience success in my yeah. life. It's not the way I want to be as a wealthy person. Mm -hmm. I want to have the internal success first before I have the external success because I want to hold it and I want to enjoy it. Mm. And that, that's what my soul longs for. Mm -hmm. Like That's what the deepest part of me longs for is mm. to fully enjoy it but knowing I don't need it, knowing mm. it doesn't validate me or doesn't make me any more worthy than I already was because I already was all these things. They just mm. became an expression or an amplifier of, of what I already was. Mm. What about you? Whew. Amen. <laughs> you know, um, I think when I talk about this sort of lack, I see... Um, hmm more around social media mm -hmm. so one. more around numbers so it's like you know <laughs> if you need if you you know especially people that like can probably resonate with her on this path of like you know starting their social media brand or starting their personal brand and you're putting yourself out in social media is like you get crickets for a long time <laughs> And those crickets bring up a lot of insecurity. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, fuck, I got, I got like fucking 20 likes on that photo. I better <laughs> fucking delete it. <laughs> one person oh, is on my shit. IG. Like, you know, when you go on your IG live and it's like oh. one person watching and you're like, fuck <laughs> you're this. You're trying to keep cool. <laughs> I'm done. You're trying to keep cool. <laughs> and now there's like, what, one person watching us now. And I'm like, Chill as oh. a cucumber. I'm like, this is cool. Like, we, because yeah. we get so much out of this, right? We get yeah, so yeah. much out of it for each other and everything. Yeah. And, and I think, like, the one thing I've realized so much is numbers mean fuck all. Yeah. Like, they literally mean fuck all. Yeah. You can have yeah. a change like that and have 200 followers or whatever. Yeah. You could have no followers and become a millionaire because of mm -hmm. the people that you bring into your field, right? Through the yeah. vibration that you give off. Yeah. It's yeah. the story that you tell yourself about it. Yeah. It's the story that you tell yourself about social media. If you tell yourself that social media is the be all and end all, and if I don't post every day and do this every day, yeah. and this was this was my mentality. I was posting every day. I had an alarm that went off. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Oh, this is my posting time. As if your success depends on right? it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, if I, oh, if I don't post at six o'clock, it's the best time for the algorithm. Yeah. Like my world's going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. 
you and know, it's like, that's fucking that is, my success is not my Instagram. Like my Instagram is a place for me to, to share, to connect with people, to, Amen. to put my services on there for people that find me. Right. But it is not my success or what mm-hmm. my success is going to look like. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you can say the same Luca, right? Oh my God. Totally. It's all mm-hmm. stories. Like what you said, it's all <laughs> stories and beliefs. Like people mm-hmm. make, um, people with like 4,000 followers, are making millions of dollars a month that we know of doing the same thing oh, yeah. we do. Oh, and yeah. so there is just an, it, it's so much more energy than anything. Mm-hmm. It's your ability because your, your world is only going to reflect back what you feel about yourself and what you feel about the world. So it's, it's all your perception. So if you, if you work hard on deconditioning that story and reconditioning a new one, and that can be like journaling. That can be like um, talking to yourself and, and writing it down and then talking it out loud. That can be speaking to other people about it. Um, that can be doing hypnosis, whatever. There's no right or wrong way to do this, whatever way feels right to you. But rewriting the story that you want to live, not the story. It's, this is what we call creating a life by design, not a life by default. Mm-hmm. You're living a life by default. And that's what we've been doing It's like, having to reprogram how we feel about ourselves so nothing no fucking 20 likes no one person on your life makes a difference to you Mm. because your energy allows them in it's like there's a the the reason you're probably not out there is one because you need to work on your sense of validation or two you have a fear to be seen a deep down you have Mm. a fear to be seen right so totally totally and i also think that some things are not going to be the thing that takes off, right? Some things are there to serve another purpose, right? Yeah. So like us doing this might not ever take off, but it serves such a great purpose in both of our lives and both of our yeah. journeys. Amen. And the way it then unfolds out when we put it on our podcasts, right? Yeah. When we put it on our podcast and it unfolds into to greater dimensions for ourselves, maybe this, but doing this live might not necessarily be the portal that brings tons of people into our lives, but mm. it brings such great, joy and healing to us because of the things that we we're able to talk about and the things we can bounce off each other and then integrate as well into into our weeks because we're on a very similar path and trajectory and how things are unfolding for us both although that looks completely different the way in which we can show up here and like share that kind of accelerates our our ability to move down this this path right because we're Mm -hmm. like I'm not, it's not just me that's moving through this. That's why I think throughout this journey, whether you want to invest in a mentor or a coach or not, I think it's always good to find someone who is also in this space going through the same process, going through the same journey and, mm-hmm. and share it with them. Find the community that is going through what you're going through. Connect yeah. with people in this space. And know that you're not alone as you're going through this. Listen to the podcasts of the people talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to the videos on YouTube. You know, you don't have to invest in people. You can find other ways to, to connect with these people, to connect to this kind of content and these spaces. But you'll see yourself in them and you'll realize, I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm totally. not alone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, one of the things that I've talked about but i've also heard other people talk about as well is um energy your energetic capacity Hmm. so um this is really talking about what what you can what you're comfortable to hold outside Hmm. of like what your your body is your nervous system is okay to hold and outside of your insecurities your doubts and your fears there's a there's a certain level that you can hold and what you're currently holding is your current capacity 
And so a big part of this for me is like reprogramming what I want to hold while staying true in my heart. Mm. So it's not like the ego will say, I want a million followers or I want a million dollars, or I want this, you know, person to go down this bad path and, you know, vengeance and all that (laughs) sort of stuff. But that's not the heart. The heart would Mm. say, I just want to see my service, my, my, my services help someone. And then while also staying true to your vision, because that's in your, that's in the seat of your soul and your heart, the vision, your your desire, your destiny, that wants to be expressed through you because you've got a desire for it. But you can tell the difference between one that, one that you really want because there's a deep seated needing in you and one that you're called to. Mm. What's the, what does the feeling feel in your body that's different? How do you discern between when you feel like you're being called from your ego and when you feel like you're being called from from soul yeah so sometimes i thought i was being called from my my soul my spirit and going down my destiny and it turns out it wasn't mm. so it happens over time so i think the first thing is there is no right or wrong totally. like you if you get called into your ego and you pull get pulled in cool you'll learn something about it don't worry about it don't judge yourself about it don't curse yourself about it and if one if you find the right path well you find the right path but i've also gone down the wrong path thinking it was sorry i've gone down the ego path thinking it was a soul path but then it turned out that it was leading me to the soul path anyway <laughs> yeah totally right? it's all there for it's all there to serve you yeah no matter what path you go there's no right or wrong path it's all gonna like serve essentially you. right or wrong is not really a thing when you kind of zoom out and look at the bigger picture of your life. Right. And the people who don't see it serving them, which it happens, but, you know, it happens because it's an unconscious program, they're the unconscious victims. And and they're not doing it. And we're not going to shame the victims because we've all been there. We all still are a victim in many ways. Um, And we're all just evolving. But we talk, you hear a lot about the, the, the victim and the creator. And the victim is the person who doesn't see that something is serving them and and sort of curses it. And the other person is the conscious creator, which sees things as possibly serving them and that they can use it. It's like, oh, that's something we can build this house with. Or the other person's like, oh, that's a gar- that's garbage, that's rubbish. What we can't build the house with this is that's terrible. Why would you do this? And so it's sort of the different energy is like, oh, I see possibility and I don't. Mm, shifting your perspective to see that and broadening your awareness as well with that. And yeah, I mean, it's interesting you said that like you see the things that serve you, but also when you bring awareness to things in your life, you see the things that don't serve you as well. Yes. And you're like, and- I can see that this is not serving me anymore. So I get to change that, right? I have right. choice. I have the power to decide to change that. Right. Amen. And it's with you. It's not with someone else. It's not that other person that's going to change that for you. I have this as a huge thing that I've had to come to realize in particular with my love life is I've always expected the other person to change, right? Yeah. The other person to be the person that I wanted them to be or control them in a sense of like if you don't do what I want you to do or how I want our lives to look then this relationship is not going to work and then I would Mm. run away and stuff and I've come to realize it's all me Mm. all the problems that I've put on that other person it's all changes that I needed to make within myself right Mm. it's all the power that I needed to take back within myself Mm. and I think that's one of the hardest things sometimes to to face to face that, to take responsibility for everything. And we've talked about this a lot, like me and you, Luca, about, you know, taking responsibility for the things that happen in our life, regardless of what those things are. Like we've had some of the darkest things 
that have happened in our life and both of us have said I take responsibility mm. and you can choose to live that way if you want mm. or you can choose to stay where you are and if you if you're not taking responsibility for things your power and your energy is everywhere mm-hmm. your power and your energy is everywhere yeah right and you will never fully be able to you'll never fully be able to like live your truth out because you won't fully know yourself because you'll still be placing parts of you and your attention away from you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It makes me think about, um, doing a, for one of Danielle's groups, I'm doing a hypnosis Mm. for them. And, Mm. and the next one is all about the story, the rewriting the story. And so, in what specific area or just like your generic general story? Yeah. So there's a story like this was for her last envision workshop. So she's mm-hmm. got like a, a workshop where you're creating what you want to create for, you know, mm-hmm. your vision for next year. Yeah. Nice. And so there's a story that you've says that's, that says that you've got from all your experiences in your past life. And that says something about what you decide you can create in the future. But then there's a story of your truth. That story is outside of your circumstances. That story is in your heart. That story is your calling. And that story wants to be written and wants to be expressed and wants to be lived and wants to have the ending in the sense of we, as we know ending. So it's like getting them outside of helping them. I'm going to help them get out of their old story mm-hmm. and rewrite their new story by letting the unconscious bring it up for them and letting them nice. show it and witness it. And so, We've, we've all got a story that we're currently living based on all of our experiences, but that doesn't mean that that's what we're here to do or what we're here to express in our life. That's not mm-hmm. our, the, the story that we've created so far. The beginning is not the ending and it doesn't matter how the beginning started. It matters how the ending finishes mm-hmm. and you get to create the ending. So you can leave your story and let it go out on autopilot and let it take you because the, the known past is going to create a known future. It's like my poverty will create more poverty. My, mm. um, the, the abuse will create more abuse. The depression that I have will create more depression. So you want to rewrite your story in that middle. So it's like the depression doesn't create depression. It creates hope. It creates faith. It creates mm. success. You want to turn all those stories around, but also make sure that they're coming from your, from your soul, what you really want to do, because we live in a world of possibility now. Like, Anything is possible. We're not having to like anything. Anything is possible. Like me and you are talking on the other side of the northern hemisphere, right? <laughs> like opposite ends of the northern hemisphere. And so yeah, and we like found each other in like bizarre ways, like through what Instagram Explore page, and then we had one podcast together. And now look at us, we're doing this. Like exactly, it's just what you believe is possible, and what you're saying there, rewriting your story that creates a new belief in yourself of what is possible for your life. And then obviously you've got that subconscious reprogramming to reinforce those beliefs that then allow things to the outside world to rearrange itself in a way that allows you to follow that. Right. But it's waiting for you to first trust that Mm -hmm. and decide that and choose that. Because if you don't choose that, if you don't choose that path, if you don't, really just say this is what I want from my heart this is this is what the path I want to take then how is that ever gonna kind of get moved around how is Mm -hmm. grace gonna come in and support you Mm. how is I think that was from that book um rich as fuck I know you suggested I read that that yeah yeah I'm I'm like 60% according to my kindle but it's 
great, right? It is. No, it, doesn't, it, allow, it doesn't allow like things to come in and change until you decide that within yourself first, what you want, what are your desires, right? And not just, oh yeah, maybe this will happen if, you know, it's like, no, full on committed to what you want, mm. right? Not mm. in a desperate energy, not in a attachment to it, but full on deciding within yourself, this is what I want for my life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what you want, then spend some time getting to know what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And spend some time removing the things that are blocking that from 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 you able to see that, from you being able to see that. Yeah, amen. You know, one of the things after that my NDE was that I I was speaking to one of my mentors or one of my old mentors and she gave me a call mm. and she recommended, um, she just mentioned it. She's like, I think you need to read this book. And it was, uh, it's called dying to be me by Anita Morjani. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my really? God. Okay. I always love your book suggestions. So I'm going to give that one a go. <laughs> like all the books that I get now just come to me through mm. people like that. And I'm like, yep, that's mm. my next book. And I'm like, yep, that's my next book. Mm. And so I don't go out and be like, what can I read? I'm like, no, just... same. Yeah. Just wait for it to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mm. this, she talks a lot about like she had her, I don't even want to give, I won't even give justice to the story because it's so profound, her near-death experience and mm-hmm. healing from cancer and then what she learned on the other wow. side. And and I guess that resonates so strongly with yourself right now as well, like what you went through a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, well, I was looking up like near-death experiences on YouTube while I was in hospital. And so mm-hmm. I was like wanting to learn more about it. And so there, there it is. It just she, it came to me, right? So she talks about, you know, it's not about attracting Mm. Uh, it's about allowing and that's mm. what she realized when she crossed over but she had it all things concepts of this world just drop away mm-hmm. you know totally. if all concepts and that's these old concepts of these old stories we just we just let go and we just drop and so we first got to like understand that what we think we are is not who we are <laughs> we're much deep we're much bigger more profound and deeper than that and then allowing that what we are here is okay to be, that we're okay to be who we want to be in this world and what mm-hmm. we came here to be. And then she talks about, so allowing is like, you're not going out and trying to raise your vibration to attract that. Yes, that is the sense, but it's more about allowing what you want into your life. Mm. How does that energy feel different to you, the allowing energy? Well, it's like you're not seeking anything. It's seeking you. It's like it's always wanting to come to you, but you're not allowing it in. So it's like, and, it's then, and then it comes and you're like, fuck! Ah! <laughs> I know you shit yourself. Yeah. Right? You're like, who's that knocking on the door? I don't go away, no salesman. You know, like, oh, totally. That's me, <laughs> Like, I spent ages like, yeah, I'm calling this in. I'm chill. I'm good. And then it comes and I'm like, what? I fucking created that. Like, yeah. you get overwhelmed by my own power. I know you get overwhelmed by your own power, isn't that crazy? And that's a good place to be in. If you're, overwhelmed... I mean, I used to get overwhelmed by like hangovers, <laughs> <laughs> Sunday hangovers that went on till Monday and Tuesday. So, you know, overwhelmed by this is is a much better switch. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's many good things to be overwhelmed by, and I think that's one of them. There's good things oh, coming totally. into your life. Totally. That, you know, overwhelmed in the sense of that it's proof that it's happening and it's coming. And that the work that you continue to do is like, mm-hmm. it, I, I get up in the morning now and I'm like, <clears throat> I allow, I'm like allowing 
miracles i'm allowing synchronicities mm. and i'm like just expressing gratitude for all the things that i have it's been your greatest miracle that you've experienced this year and i guarantee there's a lot but what's the greatest one that comes through for you now greatest miracle um you know there's so many like Oh, some, I'm thinking of like some really big synchronicities. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of like, do you know what I think one that really saved me mm. this year was, so the end of last year, Danielle and I had a big shakeup in our relationship and mm. it was to the point where old patterns of me came up and it's like, I was scared to keep going and it's like, you know, a little boy wants to run away. (laughs) And so I had to uh, push through that and I was, you know, things came in. I created this reality that was like allowing an escape route. (laughs) And and, uh, Danielle suggested that I do a plant medicine journey. She's like, look, this has all just happened. I saw this and it was a boga, which is, um, a pretty wild ride and I knew about it. I remember I you like, telling us about that one before. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. That's that's going to send me over the board. Anyway, I did that and I think... I'm not going to do that, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I sat with it. I sat with it for 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I can do it. I can be strong enough. It was more about building up the mental strength to go into definitely, that. Definitely, you have, you have to with things like that, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And one of the things is it calls you, you don't call it or you don't find it. It finds mm-hmm. you if you're ready for it. And so that was probably the biggest miracle because then I came back and I realized, nah, Danielle, mm. it was, I saw all my patterns. I saw all the issues. And I, I probably like in the closing ceremony because it's a 48-hour, well, it's, it, you're there for 48 hours, but it's a 24-hour journey. So the, Yeah, so like you start at 8 mm. and, you, and you don't do it. You start at 8 p.m. You're not out until until 8 p.m. the next night. Wow. You're doing your closing ceremony around at 8 p.m. And like, I nearly died in that ceremony. So mm. it's funny, it's crazy that because you've had so many near death experiences. You know, I, it's crazy. I'm just thinking about that. You really like, have. Like, I had that one when I was nine. Did I tell you about that one when I was nine? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard about your ones. And so I had that one when so I was many. nine. Yeah, I have, haven't I? It's funny. And then, so this one was where I was like, he he because you can because on a boga you can put your it can put it's a it's a root right but it can mm-hmm. put your body especially people who have like because it races your heart and like mm-hmm. your heart really races and it's a really powerful um plant medicine from the congo from africa mm-hmm. and they bring in the root here anyway i had a lot ingested at once because it was sort of like I, I skipped one round and then the round and then he came back around, gave me it, and then the next round came back around and it was sort of like this thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, I don't know if you've ever been super, super drunk or super, super high and your eyes go yeah. shaky <laughs> and everything was going shaky. My whole body was shaking. And mm-hmm. I just remember thinking, if I don't spew this up, I think I'm going to over, I think I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I was purging a lot and I purged from the, the deepest darkest places and it was like such a physical like journey as well mm-hmm. and it was sort of like whoa i did it and anyway like that whole journey was like i saw so much darkness 
in my mm. life, in my family, my all the, the darkness that was coming up in my family lines all the way back. And I could see the power of Mother Earth and, mm. like, it was like showing me a river and it was like, yeah, this river's beautiful. You can wash, you can, you can wash yourself in it. You can sit there on a sunny day, but then on a stormy day and after the, and I'm going to turn into a rapid and I'm going to wipe out a whole village and kill them all. And that's how I was seeing mother, the, the, the duality of mother nature. And it was like, gave me this severe respect for them, mm. but almost like, was like, holy shit, where are we living? Like this place is wild. Mm. Um, but so it took me a while to integrate all of that. Anyway, this whole miracle was, you know, at the closing ceremony, um, dance. You have to dance for forty-five minutes to like, like around the, the the flame, and you have to dance around it. And so in this in to this African music, and so we're doing that. And the whole time, I'm just crying. The whole time, wow. I'm like crying around the Releasing whole thing. Releasing so much. Yeah, and I'm apologizing for like to Danielle in my head. I'm apologizing wow. to my family and I'm, I'm apologizing to my little boy. And so, you know, I think about the greatest miracles for me, that was probably one because it, it changed the trajectory mm. for this year. And then we got engaged two months exactly. after. Beautiful. So it actually gave you permission to commit yourself to her, right? Yeah. yeah. That's so beautiful. So yeah. beautiful. Well, what about you? What was your biggest miracle of this year? Hmm. It's a good one, eh? Yeah. Now I asked you that question and now I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to answer it now. <laughs> um, I would say, like, the first thing that's coming to me is, like, fully finding myself, like, who Emma, who I want to be in this world, mm. right? What I want yeah. to do here, how I want to enjoy my life and how I want fun and play to be, like, at the forefront of that. But mm. I guess, like... Deep down, when I think of, like, the biggest miracle I've experienced this year, for, I guess, if you're looking in the physical sense of what's come into my reality, it's it's the move I had to Ibiza. Like, yeah. it was just... The way it came around was just insane. Just absolutely... I mean, I grew up and I always wanted to live on an island. It was something that was kind of just in me from such a young age. And as we do, as we, we grow up, we listen to outside and we think this is not possible. And and then after COVID, I started deciding, you know, anything is possible. And I started believing it and started tapping into that. I didn't know how things were going to ha- unfold and how things were going to happen. But I ended up with my Spanish residency. And with Brexit, that was super important for me to have my European residency. And then... We, we came on holiday to Ibiza. Me and my friend were meant to be moving to the north of Spain and then going to Mexico. Like, this was our kind of plan for when my apartment ran out in, the, in Valencia at the end of June. And then we went on holiday to Ibiza in May, like just before we were going to head mm. to the north of Spain. And basically my, my friend had said she wanted to go back to Belgium. She no longer wanted to go to the house in the north of Spain and then on to Mexico. She wanted to go get a place in Belgium where she um. was originally from. And I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do now? <laughs> and anyway, I just kind of forgot it for the trip. But then she um, she was kind of joking around that she wanted to um, meet, a, meet a guy with a yacht and Ibiza was the place to do it because there's lots of rich people. <laughs> uh, so she put... Um, on her on her tinder profile that she wanted to meet this guy with a yacht 
and um, someone contacted her and he didn't have a yacht, but he had a boat. So they were like, oh, okay, we'll meet up. Uh, and anyway, and obviously she was with us and she was like, oh, you know, I'm with the girls for dinner now. And he was like, oh, that's fine. I'll come pick you up. We can go for some drinks all together. And she was like, yeah, sure. So we all met up and as you do, we got talking about what we do and things like that. And then he was like, oh, I'm a property developer here in Ibiza. And I was like, well, I don't have anywhere to live in a month. Like, by any chance, do you have um, an apartment available on the 1st of July? Like, I kind of said it jokingly because I thought, yeah, why not? And he was like, oh, actually, you know, I have a two-bed apartment, this lovely apartment, <laughs> available on the 1st of July. And he told me the price. And he was like, oh, you know, we know, know each other, so don't worry about agency fees. And I was just like, Whoa. what? Like, and then in my mind, I was like, how am I going to, you know, because it was, it was increasingly higher than kind of what I was investing in, in the rent in, in Valencia. So how am I going to pay for that? And then I get back, I kind of was facing a lot of limiting beliefs that were coming up around this, but I was still like committed to this apartment. I was like, this doesn't just fall on your lap for, for anything on the exact day that I needed a new place. Mm. Um, and just after my friend told me, you know, we weren't going to go to Spain and everything anymore. I was like, this doesn't just happen like that. Yeah. Totally. And um, I'd been to Ibiza quite a lot um, of times and I, ha I felt a connection to the island and everything. So I was like, this is so super strange how this unfolded. And, um, <laughs> and then I, I was like on the call to, to my, my family at the time and, and my my brother was like, oh, I have, um, you know, some money um, that will get you started um, and help you because obviously I have my savings as well. Um, and, you know, I had to give you, and that was 10,000. Wow. And he was like, and I just, so all of a sudden I had, you know, the deposit that I could use from my savings, my Jeez. savings to start me off and 10 grand so that like, I also, yeah. yeah, so that I could also not do any more side things or side projects and I could fully commit to, to my business and my podcast. And that was probably the biggest miracle because yeah. that was the first time I'd created things in my life before, totally, but it was the first time I realized how much of a powerful creator I was mm. when I wasn't attached to the thing in which I was creating. Mm. Because I think in the past, like you've obviously read The Secret, Luca, and you know, the idea of creating was much more of this kind of like force thing of, you know, I need to write down everything that I want and look at it every day and et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, I had all this thing. And then when I just kind of released that and I was like, I don't have anywhere to live you know, in two months, universe, let me know where you want me to go kind of thing. Uh, and then that happened and I was like, wow. Uh, so you wrote that down. You said, wow. let me know. I won't have a place to live. I had it. I had it. I had it in my mentality. Yeah. Of like, yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and I knew the lifestyle that I wanted. But did you to ask live, that question? You know? Did you ask it out loud? Did you like show me where I need to live? Or were you just asking it in I your I remember mind? at the time, I think it was more just in my mind of like, I have no idea where I'm going next. Like, and that's yeah. the thing I'm faced with a lot is I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no yeah. idea where I'm going, but yeah. I just trust so us, much baby. now i have so much faith because i've watched the universe move mountains for me mm -hmm. to to follow my dreams mm -hmm. right and not because i didn't do anything i think this is a thing that comes up so much is like don't do anything don't take any action we just sit there and we see it receive it's like no no i'd been i'd been working on my internal world to build myself up so that i could receive something this big and actually mm -hmm. jump into that reality right jump into that timeline with confidence and 
allow that to unfold as well because I could have easily got so scared and shied away from that and not even thought about ringing my family and say, saying you know I've got this opportunity I don't know whether I should take it and then you know you've got my brother who's listening to my dad saying oh I've got some money I'll help you out like I could have just mm-hmm. not even taken that call and been like oh you know it's too it's too expensive to think about long term I'm gonna say no but the internal I guess the internal foundations I'd built over that time and the kind of energy I'd been putting out there into my business and everything had kind of allowed that to happen. How long have you been on this journey for of like starting your own business? Is it a year? I was starting my own business a year, yeah. yeah. But before that, I'd played around with like lots of different things. I think as a lot of entrepreneurs do, like, oh, God knows so many different things now, like drop shipping, yeah. um, you know, doing all these things on Etsy. And then when I was at university, I had a business that was kind of like more of a nonprofit kind of thing, working with like young women in the local community, doing doing outreach kind of programs, mentorship programs. So I've always played around with entrepreneurship. And I think yeah. I lasted, you know, six months. It's the longest I've lasted in a kind of normal office job, so to speak. And then I was on solar farms in Australia, driving massive concrete rollers. And, (laughs) you know, I've done so many different things. And I've always had this kind of entrepreneur spirit, I guess, always with me. But fully dedicated to this path. Um, It's been six months fully dedicated to just this, but a year since I kind of no more like freelancing or anything like that gigs. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. And that's Mm. such a good thing for people to listen to now, like coming into the end of the year is like, look back at your miracles, look back at your synchronicities, look back at where you were actually divinely. So many. And you'll see that there's like these key moments. Like I love Mm -hmm. that Emma, but in the moment you were like, Oh, I don't know if I could do it. It's a stretch. Right. And so you're always finding your edge. And when you find your edge, but you know, there's something on the other side, Mm -hmm. you just leap and you know that you're going to be guided. My edge now is being able to accept more clients i'm at my capacity and i'm like i'm at my my normal threshold but now i'm like okay i've got to just work through these limitations that i'm like these ideas that what more clients mean that i need to uncap and i so i'm working through that so my edge is like getting comfortable with more Mm. i'm like i've grown to a point now where i'm like you know it's the best i've ever been in business yep the best i've ever been energetically it's like the most soulful I've ever been, the most connected I've ever been to myself, to my true self. And this is just a phase of where I'm going. It's just one mm-hmm. step of where I'm going. And I think... I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, so my edge is like, just like expanding. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's being comfortable with expansion. But also I'm like, where do I really want to go next year? So mm-hmm. we're, so we did this really crazy thing, Danielle and I, mm-hmm. where we're like she just messaged me, she said, I've got a good idea for New Year's. And we hadn't planned anything for New Year's. So she's like, let's go away. Let's book something really nice and let's bring in the new nice. year as our future self. Amazing. What so a way to do that as well, like bringing it into the physical as well. Yeah, so crazy story. So mm. I, I drive around in Danielle's mum's car. So we've got a car here because they live in Mexico for most of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got a car that we use. We don't need to buy a car or anything like that. And it's an older car. It's an older Honda CRV. And I look at it and every time I go, we're driving somewhere, I'm like looking at the middle logo and I'm like, yeah, what car are we driving today? We're like, 
I've always we've always wanted like a brand new Range Rover. And so yeah, when we go nice. get a coffee, we walk past like that or a Lamborghini SUV. A Lamb oh SUV, okay. How do you go from a Range Rover to a Lamborghini? But okay, I get the I get the The Urus are nice. So I like that yeah, and that's what Melanie has, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there's a Lamb there's all these fancy car shops around where we are. And so we walk nice. past them and we look at in the windows and we're like, Can you see yourself mm. in it? And so there's this Range Rover. Anyway, we've got this wicked apartment in Nelson. In state, we're going to stay in Nelson, BC, which is an eight-hour drive into the snowy mountains, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we're like, well, we need to hire. We need to rent a car. Let's rent a nice car. Let's have a look. And we found this this thing. This is app called Turo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like um, a Airbnb for cars. And we find this epic black on black Range Rover <laughs> and we're like that. that's we're it that now I so know. we're renting that and we're cruising down to mm. stay in this like epic like loft apartment um mm. in Nelson and nice. we're going to do like all our journaling for next year yeah, we're going to do our mindset for next year we're going to reflect on this year we're going to look mm. at all our money stories we're going to just really do a cleanse of our spirit in sense mm. of all of our belief systems and our program Mm. Do you think you're welcoming getting married next year or do you think that's going to be something longer? For you uh, 2023 is our plan. I think nice. next year yeah. is next year is our year to like build up our mm. businesses and our journey and we're going to be doing a lot of traveling next year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the plan. Um, and I think the biggest part is also setting the plan and surrendering to it because totally. I think the trust that we've created this year has been huge. Like I remember Same. I had so much worry, concern and desperation this year. Um, and like knowing next year it was all I got to do is decide what I want. And so spending <laughs> some time to connect in to myself and my spirit in this new place that we're going to go stay at and we're going to go to the hot springs and we're going to like enjoy nice. ourselves and really disconnect and really decide. I think for everyone, it's like, what do you actually want to create? Like make the decision and then allow it in, see what you need to do to allow it in. And that's literally like, I think the big part of what we do with my clients, like I'll tell you one of these craziest stories of my clients, right? Craziest stories of my clients. She's, she's like, one of her big challenges was that, you know, she's never been supported by her parents and I won't mention any names. So you don't know who it is out of respect. No, of course. Yeah, of course. And so she's always been challenged by her. She's always been, she's always been, um, she's self-sufficient. She's like, no, I can look after myself. I can look after myself because her parents are very independent Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. almost to the point where she, she's now got a complex of saving people Mm -hmm. that she can be the one that saves people because she had to be that for herself as a child because her parents, her, her dad in particular didn't support her. And so we worked through this blockage in one of our calls and we're like, okay, so, you know, talking about, She's just talking about one of the situations at dancing. She's a really good dancer. And so she's dancing and her partners didn't, her partner didn't, um, her partner, she was noticing she was getting really jealous. Like she's got a crush on her partner, her dance partner. And she told him, but then didn't allow the whole conversation to expand. <laughs> and she kept talking without him getting a response. So she, she feared the rejection, right? So she yeah, didn't yeah. want to open the idea of possible rejection. Yeah. And so she didn't get an answer. And then she's no, she's getting sort of a little bit jealous because he's like offering to walk these other girls out. And I said, well, isn't that funny? Because we've realized that she's got this complex that says, mm-hmm. um, I can look after myself. Mm. I don't need your help. And it's funny. And I said to her, I said, do you see that? It's like, no wonder. Energetically, you've got a brick wall saying, don't help me. And so they can't, you're not saying anything, but they can read energy. And it's like, oh, no, 
she's good. She's sorted. She's got this. Mm-hmm. And so they go and help all these other girls. He goes and helps all these other girls that, that are ready to re- receive support. And then she's getting and jealous by it. So I said to her, I said, look, go do this. Allow yourself. This is your new mantra. I receive support. I deserve to receive support and love. Write yeah. that on your mirror. Reference it a couple of times in your in your phone alarms, and then and see what happens. And and then she's like, okay, I'll do that. Okay, that. And she had a breakthrough for that. She's like, oh my god, mm. I am blocking it. I am blocking it mm. because I, I I'm I've got it all sorted. I don't need help. Yeah. So now she's like, <laughs> energetically, <laughs> she just drops the veil and says, I, I welcome it. She goes mm. to dance. I didn't know this, but she went to a dancing class that night. She sends me a message, and she said, you wouldn't believe the conversations we had. He's, nice. He was mentioning nice. to her, he was like saying all these things are like, hey, you know, let me help you. Mm. Let me, here's what you do in the dance moves. Let me guide you. And she's like, I can't believe it. She's like, I can't no. believe it. And she goes, I feel, and then she messaged me the other day. She's like, ever since saying this mantra, I feel so much lighter. Like mm. I'm ready to actually receive love. And then now she, oh, that was another client that was similar, but that was crazy. But so I can't remember the other thing that just happened to her with this. But I said to her, I was like, you you just wait. You declare it. And I said this to another guy yesterday, one of my mates. I went for a walk with her and I said, mate, you can't create something new if you're either blocking it or you've got something taking its place. Mm. <laughs> so like you're either blocking Ooh, it or say you're that one again. I love that. <laughs> you can't create something new if you're either energetically blocking mm. it or you've got something taking its space. So in, in the instance, in his instance, he had a relationship and he's probably going to listen mm-hmm. to this because he listens to these. But I said to him, I was like, you know, you've got, you've got women's clothes in your, in your cupboard energetically mm-hmm. and then she's away for a month, two months, and you're, you want someone in there in between that. You want someone there all the time, but she's coming and going and just taking you when you, because mm-hmm. you, you openly open the doors to her and you, have, you store all her stuff in your cupboard. Hmm. why don't you make the commitment to say, hey, I don't want this anymore, hand her her clothes back energetically and say, I'm creating space in my cupboard for someone new to come in. So the moment you declare that, I guarantee you a new person will come into your life. Or and she would goes, change. She'll reflect back to... to or she'll call you the next hmm. day and be like, hey, because <laughs> she will feel the cord being cut. <laughs> totally. Totally. She'll feel the, and that happens for a lot. And then, and then you get mm-hmm. the test. Oh, do I really mean this or do I not? Mm-hmm. You're always being tested. And so we've got cords going everywhere to all these people. So thinking about 2022, what do you want to create? Well, what do I need to create space for? Mm-hmm. More so ask that question, not what do I want to create first? What do I want to create? What do I need to create space for? Mm-hmm. Clean out the closet and now look at what you're blocking and close down those blocks, allow something in. Mm. it's potent man totally i think we almost also we want to allow but we're scared to allow when i say we i say me so (laughs) you called yourself out on that a few times and i love that yeah 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 because it's it's all taking responsibility right (laughs) but like it's also applicable for the people that are listening right it's applicable for for all of us right it's applicable for all of us totally like but um yeah, like the idea of allowing and then it comes and then the absolute freak out again of when it comes of, you know, how am I going to hold this? Am I capable of holding this? So it's, it's not even the, the thing itself. It's like, 
the new reality, right? I'm so used to this old reality. Like in that sense, that story you told of your client, she was used to being independent. She was used to being on, on her own and living things herself. And the idea of welcoming someone else in and having someone there with her was gonna shake her, right? Yeah. And I guess there's been there's been um, a similar time where I I've been in that in that space, and then I've had a housemate for the past three months. So it kind of I welcomed in this idea of actually I don't want to always live on my own and be on yeah. my own, right? And we went on a crazy journey together, like the things that we we actually experienced, you know, um, through through our guess our relationship mirroring things back to each other and supporting each other on our own journeys and it made me realize the importance of connection and the importance of how much we learn through our relationships not just our intimate relationships our friendships our our family relationships the people we work with the people we surround ourselves with how much we learn through these relational experiences about ourselves about the things that are within us Mm -hmm. And if we block that out so much, if we isolate ourselves from that, then we're never going to experience the greatest level of healing and kind of experience of things in our life. And if we don't allow that to come in, right? And then that goes with all other things, right? Allowing the relationship with money, allowing the relationship with success to come in. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think it's such a good area to finish on. It's like mm, totally that allowing what are we allowing for next year? Hmm, what are you allowing for next year? Or what are you allowing for next year? Like get creative. Like don't think you can't just, it's like you dream every night, crazy, crazy ass dreams. Totally. Why can't you imagine and dream in the daytime? Like allow yourself to dream and allow yourself mm. to, to think about what you want in your life and then mm. allow that into your life. Just be yeah. open. It's like nothing more about it. It's just like, just, mm. just give yourself the comfort knowing that you get to open up your arms and say, I'm supported, I'm loved and everything can, and everything that I choose to have in my life can come into my life now. Totally. And for people as well, I'm, I'm thinking this specifically as well that's coming through is like even the craziest things that you think are not possible, allow yourself to want them as well. Mm. because they are the reason that you have those desires in your heart the reason that you think it's impossible is because society has told you that it's impossible not because it actually is Mm. Mm -hmm. because anything is possible anything is possible for you so Mm. even the craziest dreams even the biggest things even the things that everyone tells you that's never going to happen for you but your heart desired it trust that yeah, that will be what gets you to where you want to go with your life. Yeah, and there's so many good stories in Hollywood and like documentaries. I watched one on Kevin so Garnett. Many. Like so many in our movies. space as well. We see them all the time. Like yeah. you see them all the time. Yeah, the stories of like mm. you just got to keep going, persist and believe, <laughs> persist and believe, persist right. and believe. Be in your heart, persist, believe. Be in your heart, mm-hmm. persist, believe. It's just a cycle. Like I'm you know, I'm new on this journey too. Like I've, you know, like you said, dedicated, you've been dedicated for six months, but you've been on this journey for 12 months. Uh, entrepreneur. Yeah. No, you've been dedicated. No, this, this particular journey, you've been dedicated for 12 months, but really like solid on it for six, right? My, my spiritual journey has been a lot longer than that, but my yeah. entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. The success yeah. money, that kind of thing. Like yeah, outside of freelancing and doing all that. Yeah, exactly. That we fully committed. Right. Mm, and so pretty. my full commitment has been since the end of 2019. So like 
October, two yeah, two years, October, November 2019, so two years, mm-hmm. just two years. And we think we should be somewhere greater. Like sometimes we get caught up and we're like, oh, my God, I'm we should be <laughs> the people that we're looking up to and stuff that are yeah. like, we're like that our expanders have been doing it for 7, 10, 15, 20 years. Totally. And so totally. a lot of this a lot of this, this surrender and, and a lot of this dream chasing for everyone listening is the long game. So get really comfortable with the long game. Like sometimes I say to my clients like who really want to rush their healing, I'm like, give yourself 12 months. Mm-hmm. And, and if you've got the, you've got, if it's open for you to do that, to like really just recover and rest and get you to know yourself for 12 months, just, just do that instead of trying to get it done quick as possible. Mm-hmm. And then it might happen quicker. But if you can, because your mind automatically goes, okay, I'm comfortable with 12 or okay, I get comfortable with like my 10 years, like 10 years, I give myself 10 years on this path, which is generally mm-hmm. when people will like really, really boom in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So like I'll be, I'll be 39. Um, I'll be 35. 35. So it's like. Still super we, young. <laughs> young, baby. Look at that face. <laughs> Not aged a fucking day. <laughs> Maybe oh, I should be a comedian. That. Maybe that's should be my thing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You're <laughs> making me laugh. Uh, that is definitely not my part, but we can we can go with the with the little spats of it in in interviewing. <laughs> yeah, I I um I think we've got to have a more humor in life. That's one of the things that I'm taking into 2022 is just totally. having a laugh. Totally, I love them um, having a laugh. What's his name? Matthias De Stefano. Um, who t- I love. Uh, do you know who he is? From Gaia. He's in Gaia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. love his like his the way he talks about things like um the nine dimensional reality and stuff, but he has these concepts that I've seen him do in a few interviews before. And he says like, we only need really three things that really matter. And that's like for the mind, the body and the spirit. And it's like to eat well, to like have high vibrational foods like going through us um, to, I can't remember what the other one was, but the third one was to laugh more, Yeah. to laugh more. And yeah. it's like, that is the greatest spiritual practice when you can just okay. act like a fucking kid, yeah. play. Like, that's something I've really just realized, allowing myself to do that, allowing myself to dream and be so childlike in everything I do and play. I just have fun, like, yeah. with the most small things, with the most mundane things. I just yeah. have so much fun in my life. And I'm yeah. like... That's wow like That's how amazing is that you know okay the 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 money and the success that i'm calling in is not fully there yet but yeah. i have fun every fucking day and yeah. i enjoy the journey every fucking day and that's worth everything boom that's, boom. The end of the that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome what are you doing before you finish what are you doing on, for new year's eve i'm with my family this year You're with your family. yeah yes yeah. have so a cup of my, tea having a cup of tea it's been like four years since i've been in the uk for christmas and new year's wow. um, and uh so it's been a long long time since i've spent my fa- like spent christmas with my family the christmas period and um i'm really excited to just be with my dad and my stepmom um with my dog with my brothers and my stepsisters and just have this because i have a feeling it's going to be the last one as like me 
um, with them, like, you know, in that yeah. sense, like their kind of family Christmas rather than something that I'm doing now because yeah. all the other ones I've been traveling and I've been in Australia and in Bali and, and all of this. So cool. to have that now um, and have these memories that I'm going to create with them through, through this time, through this yeah. really lovely time, is just going to be something that I know I'm going to really cherish. So I'm going to really just dedicate it to spending time with them. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What a time. It's going to be a lovely new year, right? I can't wait to see what we're doing next year. It's Amen. Going amazing, it's going to be right? good. Are we going to change our show name for the start of 2020? Oh, yeah, I think we are. I don't know what it is yet. What did we say last time? Something stupid. The Divine Duet. <laughs> <laughs> what else? No, what else have you got there? Come on, improv it. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. This is like a. I don't know. Like, I think it could be, be something I'm silly. I'm a good fucking channel, and like nothing's coming to me. It's like, <laughs> hello. Usually, I'm up. like, wow. Like, where's this fucking come from? And then it's like, come up with a show name, Emma. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Conversation from. We'll the see. We'll I mean, see. it's better than our first ever one. So we'll see. That's funny. <laughs> how the how this has evolved, right? How we've evolved, like it's crazy. Like this yeah. is what fifteenth episode. It's insane, right? Is it fifteenth? Yeah. So 15th week, 4, yeah. 8, 12. That's and think of all the crap months. we were doing before when we were figuring everything out. Oh, I know. So this has been that going for weeks. a while. Yeah, weeks. <laughs> well, this is going to be good. I can't wait for, for next year. Once we Same. bring in our – we, we mm-hmm. have to, like, find our name. Yeah, we will. We'll have to find the and we a can new get a, intro. New, a new funky background. Yeah, and a new intro. Okay. Like a, a new vibe. We, we, we're, we're manifesting that. We're calling it in. Yeah, I think it's going to be <laughs> really your new year's I can sort of see it. I can see it really funky looking. Okay. Yeah. Big right. love, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Have a lovely Christmas, New Year, and, you know. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Gen- Happy New Year. Be gentle with yourself. Take some rest. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. Take some rest. Yeah, definitely and be gentle. Plan for fucking greatness next year (laughs) (laughs) love that all right bye everyone see you later bye-bye ladies and gentlemen you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small one percent that actually listens to this outro